Hello and welcome into another edition of the JK Pod. I am your host, Jonathan Kelly. I want to thank you all for joining us on this Tuesday after a holiday weekend. Hope everyone had a great holiday weekend and were able to celebrate in whatever way you wanted to celebrate. Uh, but with that being said, today's episode will be a little bit of the same. We'll give you a recap of Last week, get you ready for a full slate of MLB for tonight, as well as take you around the leagues and give you all the news and notes that you will need for tonight and tomorrow. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, So Friday was a great day for us as we went 6 of 7 on our picks, finishing 16 of 31 on the week. Not a great week, but... Over 50% at 51.61% last week. So we were on the right side of the Blue Jays, Mariners, Red Sox, Mets, Cardinals, and Astros. And then on the losing side of the Minnesota Twins. So 6 of 7, 16 of 31 for the week. So we will take that um, as we struggled mightily in the early part of the week. Uh But with that being said as well, let's go ahead and get you ready for today's picks. So let's start off with a much better week. So to kick us off, we're going to go ahead and take the New York Mets that have been so great to us this season. Uh, For the Mets, it's going to be Tywon Walker. He's 10-3 with a 3-4-5 ERA and 23 starts. He has allowed more than two earned in two of his last five. So look for him to be effective tonight against the Pirates. And then for the Pirates, it's going to be Mitch Keller, who's 4-10 with a 4-4-3 ERA and 23 starts. He has allowed at least three earned in two of his last four. So a 50-50 shot, I'm going to say he gives up at least three runs tonight to the Mets. And I believe the Mets will be able to win a close one tonight in Pittsburgh. The next game that we are going to take a look at is going to be the AL East between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Boston Red Sox. And we're going to go ahead and take the Rays in this one. It's going to be Drew Rasmussen. He's 9-4 with a 2.70 ERA and 23 starts. And he has not allowed more than two earned in his last eight starts. So he's been really effective here over the last month and a half for the Rays. And the Rays are hot. They've won six of their last seven, nine of ten at home. So look for that to continue. And then for the Sox, it's going to be Rich Hill. He's 6-5 and five with a 4-5-2 ERA in 20 starts. And he's allowed four earned in three of his last five. So look for the Rays to be able to win another one at home against Hill and the Sox. Next contest, we are going to take the St. Louis Cardinals. For the Cardinals, it's going to be Jose Quintana. He's 4-6 and six with a 3-4-7 ERA in 26 starts. He has allowed exactly two earned in his last five starts, and that's actually five of six since coming over in a trade. Uh, And then for the Nats, it's going to be Paolo Esponia. He's 0-6 with a 4-2-2 ERA in 35 games. 15 of those are starts. And he's allowed at least three earned in six of his last nine. So look for the Cardinals to have a nice offensive performance tonight and be able to pick up a relatively easy victory over the Nationals. Following that, we are going to take the Guardians over the Royals. For the Guardians, it's going to be Shane Bieber, who's 8-8 with a 3.06 ERA and 25 starts. 
and he's allowed more than two earned in one of his last seven. So he's been much better here in the second half of the season overall. And then for the Royals, it's going to be Chris Bubik. He's 2-10 with a 5-4-7 ERA in 22 starts. And he has allowed at least four earned runs in three of his last four. Look for be the, look for that to be the case yet again tonight and for the Guardians to be able to pick up the win over the Royals. Next up, we're going to go ahead and take the Houston Astros over the Rangers. For the Astros, it's going to be Framber Valdez. He's 14-4 with a 2-6-3 ERA and 25 starts. And he's allowed more than two earned in only one of his last five. So been really effective here over the last month. And then for the Rangers, it's going to be Glenn Otto. He's 6-8 with a 4-8-2 ERA and 21 starts. And he has allowed at least three earned in back-to-back starts. Today will be at least three in a row. Uh, and the Astros, I believe, will pick up even more than three earned off of him, be able to tack on more against the bullpen, and win tonight relatively easily. We got two more for you. First up is going to be the Milwaukee Brewers. For the Brewers, it's going to be Brandon Woodruff. He's 9-4 and four with a 3-5-4 ERA and 21 starts. He's allowed more than two earned in one of his last four and then for the Rockies, it's going to be Chad Cool, who's 6-8 and eight with a 5-1-9 ERA in 22 starts. And he's allowed three earned in both of his starts since being activated off the IL. This will be uh, yet another one of those starts. And the Brewers should be able to pick up a win with Woodruff on the mound. In our last game of the night, we are going to take the Braves over the Athletics. For the Braves, it's going to be Kyle Wright, who is 17-5 and with a 2.85 ERA and 25 starts. And he's allowed more than two earned in one of his last eight. Wright has turned the corner and been one of the best pitchers in the National League here uh, this season. And then for the Athletics, it's going to be Cole Irvin. He's 7-11 and with a 3.35 ERA and 24 starts. Uh, he did start the season off extremely well, but he's allowed five earned runs in three of his last four games. So look for that to be the case and for the Braves to be able to pick up a win tonight over the Athletics. So to recap, that's going to be the New York Mets, Tampa Bay Rays, St. Louis Cardinals, Cleveland Guardians, Houston Astros, Milwaukee Brewers, and Atlanta Braves all to win. So let's start off with a winning day to start the week off right and be able to move into the right direction and finish much higher than 51%, although 51% is still a winning week. But of course, we want to be much better than that. So let's get that started with a good night tonight. All right, so now let's head to our MLB News and Notes. Uh, So it came out this morning that over half of minor leaguers have voted for unionization. As we mentioned that last week, that vote was going to be happening. And this is a great start for minor leaguers to be able to be paid what they deserve. Hopefully they don't have to have four and five guys living in a one bedroom apartment anymore. uh, And they're able to actually make some sort of a living wage instead of just a couple hundred dollars a week. Uh, So this is a great step in the right direction for the minor leaguers. Also, the Boston Red Sox and Kike Hernandez have agreed on a one-year extension for next year worth $10 million. 
Uh, they got $10 million to sign Kike, so hopefully they don't have $10 million to throw in the direction of Devers or Bogarts. Uh, so we'll, that still remains to be seen. As for the Tampa Bay Rays, Wander Franco's rehab was cut short after he felt discomfort in his right hand. Uh, looks like he probably won't return this season, and if he does, it's not going to be for another three weeks or so. So definitely we'll continue to monitor that one as he was on my fantasy team this year and hasn't been able to play much this year. So pretty much uh, ruined all of that. (laughs) Um, And then lastly, sticking in the AL East, Andrew Benintendi will need surgery on his broken left wrist bone. Uh, He actually suffered the same injury when he was in college at Arkansas. So He should be ready right around the time the playoffs start. Uh, But if not, hopefully Stanton can play the outfield because we cannot afford to have Aaron Hicks in our lineup come October. Uh, If the outfield is Stanton, Judge, and Cabrera, I'm much more happy with that uh, as opposed to anything else in the outfield if Benintendi is unable to to play. Uh, So that's your MLB news and notes. Let's head over to the association. Uh, Giannis is actually going to be out of Eurobasket today uh, due to some knee pain. Uh, Looks like all is well, but definitely want to be cautious during the offseason, especially when you're playing in the offseason. So hopefully all is well there, and Giannis will be a go for the regular season. And this isn't one of those lingering knee things where you got to get it drained every once in a while as it builds up with fluid and all that fun stuff. Uh, So hopefully all is well with Giannis. Also, we saw that Lonzo Ball is actually expected to miss training camp and is doubtful to be healthy and 100% for the start of the NBA season. Uh, Ball actually had meniscus surgery on his left knee back in January. Seems like these meniscus injuries are becoming worse and worse here over the last couple of years and becoming really common as well. Uh, But hopefully he is able to come back, hopefully around around November, December area, as that would be close to a year uh, with this injury, which seems to be kind of the new timetable for this injury to fully heal and be 100% ready to go. Uh, and the Bulls do have some lofty goals and expectations this season, and Ball is definitely in the middle of that. All right, so now let's head over to the NFL. So we saw that Mitch Trubisky will be QB1 for the Steelers and was actually voted as a team captain as well. So it seems like all is good in the world of Steelerland and in the world of Mitch Trubisky. I will continue to call him Mitch, even though he wants us to call him Mitchell. I don't think he has earned that right yet. So we will continue to call him Mitch. Uh, Also, Green Bay Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari is on track to start week one against the Vikings. That is a huge win for the Packers as Bakhtiari has solidified that left side of the line uh, since being drafted into the NFL. Uh, Also, it's possible that that Zach Wilson will play week one. I personally do not think that he will. 
and it doesn't make sense for the Jets to do that. I think they have to be realistic about this and know that they're probably not going to be in the playoff hunt this year, so what sense does it make to play him week one or week two even? So if he come back, if, if Wilson comes back week three and is actually fully healthy, I think that's much better than rushing him back and not figuring out if he's going to be your quarterback moving forward or not. Uh, also, James Robinson should play in the opener for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think with Robinson and Travis Etienne in the backfield, the Jags actually have a pretty good one-two punch at running back. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. That's all the NFL news. Let's head over to college football. Uh, Florida State fans think they're back. It's pretty cute. Uh, you beat a very average LSU team with Brian Kelly at the helm, who, good God, this guy cannot win a big game. It uh, doesn't matter if he's at Notre Dame, LSU, uh, whatever that may be. LSU also blew this multiple times. Uh, college fans are just funny, man. No matter what, they just they always think their team is so good. Uh, what I've realized about college football probably over the last decade is everyone sucks except for Alabama and maybe Georgia. Uh, everyone else is trash, and everyone else can beat anybody else. Uh, so that's pretty much that. <laughs> uh, Clemson beat Georgia Tech last night, 41-10. to DJ Ungalele had a pretty decent game, although fans are calling for freshman Phenom to start over him, but... Highly doubt that DJ was one of the uh, was a five star, one of the top rated recruits in his class. Uh, St. John Bosco alum, so DJ I believe will continue to start for Clemson here as they uh, they move forward, and will probably be in the college football playoff or be right outside the college football playoff. Uh, also, Arkansas beat Cincinnati thirty one twenty four. Cincinnati, not as good as everyone thinks yet again. Uh, NC State escaped East Carolina 21-20. The University of Florida beat number 7 Utah 29-26. Utah blew this one as well. Uh, Seems like all these teams just love blowing games when they're not supposed to. It's fantastic. Uh, Georgia destroyed Oregon 49-3. Uh, I guess being the former Georgia defensive coordinator didn't work out for uh, for Oregon. Uh, or, uh, also, Ohio State beat Notre Dame 21-10. Man, both these teams overrated every year. I think Notre Dame will have a better defense with Marcus Freeman. But man, only scoring 10 points is not, uh, not great. Uh, but those are the top games of the weekend. Uh, and then this weekend, College Game Day will be in lovely Austin, Texas for Texas, Alabama. Uh, I'm really excited for this one. I didn't really watch any Texas U- University of Louisiana Monroe because I knew we were going to win by 40. So what's the point of really watching that? Uh, so I am excited to watch Texas, Alabama. And I hope that we are able to keep it to a two-score game. I think that would be a win for Texas, and we'll show that we're moving in the right direction. If you keep it to a two-score game to Alabama, you're right there. Um, If anyone remembers the historic year that LSU had a couple years back with Joe Burrow and everybody else that was on that team, um, Texas should have won that game. 
So if you go back and you want to look at that, uh, not saying that's going to happen in Austin against Alabama this this go around, but like I said, if they can just keep it to a two score game, I'll consider that a win as Alabama right now is a twenty point favorite. Uh, so that covers college football. Some other news and notes in the world of tennis and fighting. We've got Tiafo who beat Nadal. Uh, in a crazy match there. Carlos Alcaraz advanced, Coco Golf advanced, and Nick Kyrgios beat Daniil Medvedev. Uh, Kyrgios looks like he's uh, is playing just much, much better here as over the last probably year and a half, two years, and could potentially win uh, the U.S. Open. And I think that would be hilarious after he complained about the marijuana. Uh, he does have asthma, so I'm right there with him. I, I have asthma too, so it definitely bothers me. <laughs> Um, but it would just be funny to have this guy win the U.S. Open. Uh, I think they need more people like this. You know, he's he's out there. He's brash. People either love him or love to root against him. And if you don't like it, it's kind of just like you're an old timer and tennis needs to get with the program here. It's too much of this boring old school stuff. Stuff like Kyrgios, you know, he injects life. People want to watch because of him. Uh, so these are all good things. Also, uh, we saw a article that came out with Margaret Court. She defends her tennis record in the wake of Serena Williams's farewell. Says that she admire, admires Serena's game, but Serena doesn't admire her. And it's not reciprocated. I got to tell you, I think... Everyone says how Serena is clearly the number one women's tennis player of all time. I don't know. <laughs> I would say definitely go look at Margaret Court. Look at Billie Jean King. Uh, definitely look at some other stuff. Look at who they beat. Look at who Serena beat. I mean, there wasn't really anybody else out there. It was her. Sharapova was pretty much done. Venus was there, but like Serena was always better. Uh, there wasn't anyone crazy that, you know, was really challenging her for a decade. Um, but that's a story for a different day and just kind of shows a bit into the personality of two great tennis players. Uh, and then lastly, Jake Paul finalized his fight with Anderson Silva It'll take place October 29th in Phoenix, Arizona at the Desert Diamond Arena, the former home of the Coyotes. Uh, this should be a fun one. There's also some stuff that I have heard about Jake Paul's contracts. Uh, so just be leery of that when you eventually bet this fight in October. Uh, but outside of that, that's all we got for you today. Uh, we look forward to being back here tomorrow uh, with some MLB picks as well as getting you ready for Thursday night football. That's right, baby. NFL's back. Football's back. Definitely very excited about that. I think this will be a very good season. And Thursday, it's going to be the Bills at the Rams. So should be a great contest to kick off the NFL season. But outside of that, thank you all for joining us today on this Tuesday, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Appreciate it.